Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. There has been some very significant developments in the cryptocurrency markets recently. In particular, three developments. This impacts everyone in the cryptocurrency markets, but will be most important for about 46 million people. In today's call, we are going to discuss why these measures put people at risk. And let's be clear, they put people at risk if they are unaware of what's going on. Knowledge is power. By the end of today's call, you will understand what is going on in the macroeconomic climate, and that will put you out of risk as far as these measures are concerned. When it comes to assessing the impact of any changes in the cryptocurrency markets, a good place to start, of course, is by looking at the charts. If we see that the charts are bearish, in other words, if there's been a big sell-off in the 24 hours, it usually implies that we've had some bad news feed into the cryptocurrency markets. And of course, the converse is true. If we see that there is big green movement on the 24-hour, it's safe to assume that we've had some sort of positive headlines come through. 24-hour Bitcoin chart clearly conveys a sharp sell-off, clearly something has happened that has caused nervousness, and that's what we're going to tackle today. It is the common consensus right now that Bitcoin sinks below 23k as crypto regulation scrutiny intensifies. As we just saw, the broader crypto market flipped red Thursday amid more news of US authorities turning their attention to the industry. There are precisely three new measures that we should be aware of, let's talk about each one now. Measure number one that the SEC has taken. The SEC is to up its scrutiny of firms offering or giving advice about crypto. A recent warning from the SEC, registered crypto brokers and advisors may need to be on edge when giving advice this year. This information we're about to go through now is based on a press release from the SEC itself on February the 7th, which is to do with its 2023 priorities. One of the main priorities, it seems, is this suggestion that brokers and advisors dealing in crypto will need to be extra careful when offering, selling, or making recommendations regarding digital assets. It stated that the SEC-registered brokers and advisors will be closely watched to see if they followed their respective standards of care when making recommendations, referral, and providing investment advice. All very ominous, bit of a big brother moment here from the SEC, sort of saying, you're not in trouble but we will be watching you. The SEC also took to Twitter to announce these 2023 priorities. So these firms are going to be subject to routine SEC reviews. And it's worth noting that in 2022, there was a similar announcement. However, this year, it's a lot more particular, putting this particular emphasis on standards of cares and practices by brokers, rather than consideration of the more vague, unique risk presented by emerging financial technologies, which was highlighted in 2022. The theory here is that the SEC investigation has been ongoing for several months and has been now sort of set to the top of the priority list based on what is going on with FTX. So we've crossed off reason one, SEC scrutiny in 2023 on brokers. So let's move on to number two. Coinbase's CEO cites rumors that the SEC may ban crypto staking for retail customers. So it's not just the scrutiny on brokers, they're also discussing this measure. Apparently, the Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong says he's heard rumors that the US SEC would like to ban retail investors from engaging in cryptocurrency staking. 
the income-generating technique at the core of running blockchains, including Ethereum. He said on Twitter, I hope that's not the case, as I believe it would be a terrible path for the SEC if it was allowed to happen. So far, the SEC has declined to comment. While this might come as a bit of a surprise to us listening to this announcement, SEC Chairman Gary Gensler has in fact said previously that staking could be classified as securities under the Howey test. I'll repeat that because it's important. Staking could be classified as securities under the Howey test. I'm going to circle back to this later in the call. If you head on over to Brian Armstrong's Twitter, you can find the full thread with lots of information. Brian has been very vocal about how this would be a bad move, stating that staking is really important innovation in crypto. Touching as well on the broader sentiment that new technologies should be encouraged to grow in the US and not be stifled or held back by lack of clear rules. And the point I find particularly interesting here, he says regulation by enforcement doesn't work. It encourages companies to operate offshore, which is what happened with FTX. You can't stop people doing what they want to do. If you try to stop them, they're just going to find other ways to do it. And those alternative methods might be much worse, like we saw with FTX. The best path forward for regulation does seem to be to work hand in hand with the cryptocurrency markets, experts, leaders to put together a suitable framework. This does not appear to be it. Notable individuals in the cryptocurrency markets, of course, have also had something to say about what's been going on. Here is a tweet from Coin Bureau. It seems as if there is a new onslaught on crypto from the banks and regulatory bodies in the US. Disappointed, but not something we haven't seen before. Keep calm and hodl on. So this is another viewpoint that we've seen these things before and crypto has still persevered. So maybe it's not so much to be worried about. And here is the third way in which the US SEC has been putting pressure on the cryptocurrency markets recently. They have been busy. The SEC is also investigating crypto exchange Kraken over securities violations. Bloomberg reported Wednesday that the investigation was at an advanced stage and could lead to a settlement in coming days, citing an unnamed person familiar with the matter. And remember, the SEC has cracked down on crypto exchanges recently. In January, it hit Genesis and Gemini with charges for offering unregistered securities. But it's not Kraken's first time being under their spotlight. In fact, in November, Kraken agreed to pay the US Treasury Department's Office of Foreign Assets Controls to the tune of $362,000 for apparent violations of sanctions. So those are the three ways in which the SEC has been impacting the cryptocurrency markets recently. Let's take a little bit of a look at why the SEC does it, why it exists, how it operates, and let's understand that specific statistic of 46 million users. The SEC is defined as the Securities and Exchange Commission, hence the focus on securities, unregistered securities, etc. It is a independent federal government regulatory agency responsible for protecting investors, maintaining fair and orderly function of the securities markets and facilitating capital formation. That was a lot of buzzwords. Uh, basically, they are a body that is meant to not be politically inclined, hence the independent point, and they're meant to provide oversight of the securities markets. And they were not established out of thin air. In fact, they were established after the stock market crash of 1929. It became clear that stocks needed some oversight. The securities market needed certain protections in place to protect the overall economy. But it wasn't actually until after the 2007 to 2008 financial crisis that the SEC became a lot more involved in the markets through what is defined as the Dodd-Frank Act. 
The Dodd-Frank Act was introduced to target financial system sectors that were believed to have caused the 2007 to 2008 financial crisis. So it gave bodies like the SEC a lot more power with regards to regulating the markets. But of course, this body doesn't have a mandate to regulate everything. That would be nonsensical. In fact, the Howey test is often applied to try and understand what the SEC can define as being under its jurisdiction. This is a test that's meant to determine what qualifies as an investment contract and therefore would be subject to US securities laws. Therein lies the difficulty of the relationship between the SEC and the cryptocurrency markets. They can't really ban crypto because it's not really in their jurisdiction. It's not really their right to do so. They have a right to be involved in certain areas of the market, which crypto may not necessarily fall into. And this is what a lot of those investigations are trying to do. They're trying to look into cryptocurrency markets, uh, exchanges, firms, their practices, their interactions to see if that could fall under the SEC jurisdiction. So why 46 million now? Well, of course, every country has its own methods, its own practices for governance. It is difficult to say exactly how many people in the world are using crypto. Uh, That data is not readily available. There are certain measures that can be taken to confuse who's using crypto and where. But there is one data set that suggests that there are over 420 million crypto owners worldwide. 54 million of which fall into North America, and 46 million of that is in the USA. So we know that the SEC is mandated to oversee what goes on in the US, and we know there are roughly, according to this data, at least 46 million users of crypto in the US, and these are the primary people who are at risk if they're unaware of what the SEC does and what it's doing in the cryptocurrency markets. But hopefully, if you've gotten this far in the call, you are now aware of what's going on here. All quite heavy content there, so why don't we head on over now to some on-chain analytics and see what opportunities there are in the markets. On these market meditations calls, we always provide updates, but we like to provide opportunities as well. In fact, just recently, we mentioned Canto on these calls, and that has gone on to do very well. We can see that nice pump since when we mentioned it and where we're at today. Yesterday on the call, we discussed altcoins. So how about today we head on over to NFTs? Looking at the top 500 NFT projects on Ethereum to begin with, you can see that the index has shrunk by 1.3% in the last seven days. This comes after a large upwards movement in early January 2023, so we've seen a little bit of stagnation with no sizable price movement in the last four weeks. Having said that, though, price has trended downwards since this upward movement, and we actually remain patient, waiting for either a break of the highs we saw in early January or downwards continuation past previous levels. Now that we understand the wider market, we can also deep dive into the top performing sector within the NFT space, which happens to be art. We can see that going against the overall market trend, this index has grown by 15.7% over the past seven days. This sector is actually the only one to maintain its January 2022 level, and generative art specifically continues to perform well during weaker market conditions. This boost this week was because of an increase in activity in NFT project checks. Let's talk a bit more about specific projects, shall we? We shall. 
By considering the top NFT projects on Ethereum by volume, we can identify trending NFT collections and we can carry out due diligence as well to understand whether we should invest or look for projects with similar traits. As just mentioned, the hottest project this week was Checks. VV Edition, a generative art project launched just over a month ago with an open edition mint. Also see the Board 8 yacht club ecosystem assets including sewer pass baic and other deed continue to generate large amounts of trading volume these assets have also received a boost from the release of sewer pass but sewer pass has dropped to second position after two weeks at the top VSolid represents ownership of a portion of solidly exchanges generated revenue Solidly is a low-cost stablecoin swap protocol on the Phantom blockchain. So we know the macro picture, uh, subsector, and specific projects. Now let's talk about the smart money. Smart. We can see there was a significant spike in smart money activity during the last seven days for both purchases and sales. What have they been up to? This indicates that smart money sold assets rolling over their capital into new investments. One interpretation is that smart money viewed this as a good opportunity to sell old projects that have benefited from price increases while investing into newer narratives. We covered a lot just then. How can you take advantage of this data? Four key ways. Number one, research checks, VV edition. This has generated significant volume, however, has many differences to other top projects, including its open edition mint process. Two, do not take any unnecessary risks. The uptrend we saw at the end of 2022 has stalled and we have entered a period of downwards price movement. We wait either further continuation past previous lows or breaking of the high set in January 2023. Number three, look for opportunities within the generative arts sector. This is the best performing sector within the NFT market and has been for the majority of 2022 or 2023. The trend shows no sign of slowing down, evidenced by checks. Do also continue to research the intersection between DeFi and NFTs. VSolid is not the first NFT or DeFi interaction we have seen on this report, with the other notable case being Chicken LUSD bonds. Given NFTs' unique properties, we are optimistic that integrations will continue to become more advanced. For early adopters, there will be lots of opportunity. And that's a wrap, folks. And I will catch you in the next market update. Hasta la vista. Friends. Internet friends. Meow, 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 me